Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Oh, look, because I'm subscribed to it, so it's going to pop up. Yeah. She's I'm like, oh, look at that. She's like, come on, put it on. So we're like, oh, good. fall asleep watching it. Shout out. All right, well, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Another episode of Highly Unapologetic, the podcast. I'm your host, with you as always, Adam. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me, you know? Travis to my left and across the table tonight. A couple of good friends of mine played flag football. That's the story of this podcast life. All the guests, with the exception of Travis, come from flag football. So uh, if you're looking at the screen to your left, Paul. What do you do? And to his left, my right, Crosby. Hola. Uh, how's it going, guys? Good, good. How's your weekend? Chill. Chill, yeah. Get ready to get back into this, into this coaching stuff. Uh, yeah. Y'all start school. Actually, y'all, y'all report back when? Monday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. When do you report back to... Are y'all, y'all are doing cheerleading already, yeah? Yeah, we, we had camp. We just got back. Okay. From Dallas, and then we get back whenever the kids go back in school. So we yeah. just a couple of weeks off. So just a side note, my, my favorite thing ever about the beginning of school is listening to teachers who can't wait for their first weekend off after the kids come back. Like, oh, man, this has been trash week. Oh, I can't wait for the weekend, but we just had three months off. But for, but for a coach, I know you probably haven't had a full three months or two months or whatever off. No, we barely had a month. Okay. All right. Well, I'm a little more uh, sympathetic to that than just a regular teacher who does, like, no summer school, no coaching, no anything else. So my sympathy towards you, you for sure. I I don't have time off. Yeah. He's a doctor, too, by the way. Oh, nice. He's, I play one on YouTube. He plays one on YouTube. <laughs> and TikTok. At, at the, or what, at the Erosti Group? Yeah. Can we say that? Am I allowed to put yeah. you out there like that? I mean, they're free advertising. Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> they right. take what they can get. Physical therapy. Chiropracting, chiropracting, practicing, arastying. Yeah, yeah, that. So, anyways, big news this weekend out of uh, the college, the college world, and that's why I called y'all over here. And, and I'll and just as a uh, a confession, I called Jazz first, and Jazz uh, pretty much put the ball in in Paul's court. Oh man! So now this is this is Paul's area. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't whatever. say it's my area, but. Uh... Man, I talk about it a lot. Yeah. So sometimes I just talk to myself. <laughs> well, in our group chats, I'm like, dang, did y'all see this? No reply. And no reply. <laughs> right. No, I get it. So uh, take that as no one can match your knowledge. Yeah, they just don't want to. So they're, they not, they're not even going to try. They don't want to argue or be wrong, so they don't do it. So Izzy from Team Ham, I don't know if y'all are familiar with, with Israel Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He argues with me about 
college football all the time on Facebook or laughs at me or whatever. You do the same thing. Laugh. All you do is laugh. <laughs> That's why I know you disagree with me. Because I'm everything like A&M. Like, I'm, I'm a big A&M fan, big A&M guy. Follow them real hard. But don't hold it against them. And so if I post anything in regards to A&M or anti-UT, it's Israel who comes and laughs at me or wants to fight with me, and Paul, who laughs at me. So I reached out to Izzy, and I was like, hey, you want to you wanna argue about it this weekend? He's like, yes, but I'm a little mic shy, so I don't want to do it by myself. Just talk. I was like, hey, I can, I can get somebody on you know, with you. And he's like, Jazz? And I was like, I don't know if Jazz is like the college football guy. Like, he's NFL. He's not baseball, that's for sure. Uh, but so I, I reached out to him. He threw it to Paul, and then Paul's like, hey, I got Crosby with me, too. Perfect. Cheerleader NCAA. I know he knows college football. Player NCAA with Crosby. He knows it. So, initial reaction, UT and OU. I was happy, honestly. I was like, man, it's going to help recruit for football specifically. And that's what I want to do. I don't I don't care about I don't care about basketball because yeah. you got you got teams in the SEC. Kentucky, mm-hmm. I mean, they're yeah, – f- Football's – I mean, basketball's not it. You, f- don't think, you don't think SEC you're, you're, Right. ACC. Not, right, exactly. But but they keep them around. Yeah. You, you haven't kicked Kentucky out because they bring in so much basketball money. Mm-hmm. You haven't kicked, let's say, Vanderbilt out because, because they're bringing in baseball money. And every once in a while, they're real good at – Well, you gotta uh, have you got to have some in right. intellect exactly. in the SEC and Vandy – yeah. So you liked it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. You loved it. So when A&M went to the SEC, what was your thought? I Originally, L- I mean. Little brother was, running from big brother? No, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think like that. I just think, man, they're going to SEC. They're going to take all the in-state recruits. And was it the case? Yeah. But uh, they didn't get the top talent. Alabama still took it. Yeah. Uh, Alabama, LSU still took the recruits from A&M, even though they were probably still top ten. But it helped. And recruit, yeah, yeah, it definitely it, helped. It helps. Like, man, we, and Texas was struggling the yeah. past 10 years. Right. Uh, did, did, I saw something. I don't know if it was somebody's hopeful or if it actually is, but it had Alabama now in the East. Okay. So, yeah, we'll is get that, to that. We'll is, get, yeah, we'll definitely oh, get, seen yeah, that. We'll okay. get to I'm that. Sorry. I don't know if that was real or not. But. No. What about you, your reaction to, to who? who is your team, though, in college? I was, I was born in Georgia. So, okay, you're a UGA. Okay, so yeah, you hate so you, you hate I, them. You and I, I hate, get oh. along worse than he and I do. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> I'll see you in Jacksonville. But I can't. I, I'm not a fan of it. Okay. It just jacks up all the college football. It does. And we'll definitely get to that, too, because I think, I think the whole uh, realignment uh, for college, the, the college football world is going to ruin it. Ruin it? I, well, I mean, I It'll yeah, change it. it'll, it'll change it'll it. Ruin it. It'll change it for the bad for sure. What about you? Did you did you even care? I mean, I I, I have to agree with you. I think I think it's uh, I think that there's I think the college football system is broken in general, right? Which is why we have you know the BCS and then we went to the playoffs, and which neither one of them are good, right? And it's it's like we're trying to make these micro changes, shifting to here and there and here and there when. All anybody really cares about is the big five, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the power the five. The power five, right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like these little shifts are just biding time until there's just a massive overhaul because it's going to implode. You're going to have too many small schools with good talent. 
that are going to complain like your Boise's, you know, back, you know, five, ten years ago when Boise was undefeated and nobody cared. So it's not I so just, much, I don't think it's so much Boise anymore. Well, just it's BYU small, for yeah, BYU, sure. Yeah. 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 I, just, I, I don't think that, yeah. you know, it's a big shift. It's cool for UT, but I don't think it does anything for the sport that's positive. No. Yeah, uh, it's a money move. For sure. It's, and that's, mean, why, that's, and that's why it was unanimous. Because here's the deal. When A&M went to the SEC, uh, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Something like that, 10 years ago, 9, 10 years ago. Uh, I think I, I, talk, I may have mentioned it to you in a comment on Facebook. There was a gentleman's agreement between South Carolina, the University of Florida, and A&M. Mm-hmm. Okay? You've got Florida State and Miami sitting on the outside of the SEC in Florida. You have Clemson sitting on the outside in South Carolina, and you have UT sitting on the outside in Texas. So there's a gentleman's agreement. None of them want those schools in the SEC. So if there's ever a time where those schools come up for admission into the SEC, it's an automatic no from those three schools. Okay, For the SEC, you have to have three-fourths of the schools saying, yes, they can come in to get entry. Okay, and so my initial thought was, oh, this will never happen. Mm-hmm. I said the same thing. A and Florida, and South Carolina; those are no's automatically. Mm-hmm. Arkansas hates Texas; they're a no. Missouri hates OU; they're a no. That's five schools already. They're out. LSU is probably going to say no to Texas too because of their hold in. They they recruit Texas very well as well, so they're going to say no too. But it's a money move, mm-hmm. and everybody said yes. Even A and M's border regions say, "Say yes, mm-hmm. yeah, bring them in." Well, think about ticket sales. Well, right, potential. I mean, you, I mean, you've already got your your state rivalries, right? Now imagine you get your cross, you know, your conference rivalry, right? State rivalry, same game, like it's, Those, it's all it that is. conference rivalry with, with Texas, Texas A and M alone is it's going to drive. I mean. OU Texas is always going to be there, but bringing back and uh, bringing back Arkansas like annually, right? Well, think about like how you and I sit in Jacksonville, yeah. right? <laughs> the game is so big they can't house it in either city. So what do they do? Move it to the biggest stadium between. Now you got something like an A and M and a UT. Jerry World's right there. Mm. Think about that. That 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 home game, yeah. that rivalry game. Now, okay, cool, neutral territory. Yeah. Oh, think that Jerry World uh, neutral. Yeah. No, they yeah. need to change that. Do you think it'll be bigger than uh, Bama and Auburn? Which one, A&M and, and A&M UT? Uh, I don't know. Until the end, I mean, the I'm, Iron Bowl is. Because I don't see Texas I don't just, or A&M winning as much to make it relevant. Right. Uh, I don't think it'll be as big as Auburn and Alabama for that reason, because Auburn is going to be good more times than they're not good. But let's think about you know this. Give it, give it five, ten years when you're recruiting to UT Goes through the roof now because they are SEC, right? And, and now right. you got a, you got a UT that's heavily drawn because they're SEC. Mm-hmm. So now maybe not this year, but I think five ten years down the road, Texas I think is going to take about five to ten years because oh yeah because Sark to do what to to be relevant in the SEC to yeah. get those recruit to to Man. actually because here's the deal Sarkeesian's not it no Sarkeesian's not it. And here's the big here's here's what makes me laugh, dude. Twitter has been cracking me up lately, just watching the A and M fans mm-hmm. and the OU and the UT fans going at it. But it was uh, we knew we were going to the SEC. That's why we hired. That's why we hired Sark. I don't know about all that. Nah. But. I said, oh, okay, cool. So Urban Meyer turned down the SEC. 
I got a separate opinion on Urban Meyer, honestly. He's been running from uh, Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. I think he's been running everywhere. Wherever Nick Saban goes, he's there. Big Ten, Nick, Urban Meyer was there. Nick Saban will leave. I think, so. I think Urban's a joke. You love Urban Meyer. Well, I, just, I mean, he brought you a couple I, national championships. So he did. He did. Until Nick Saban I, d- I just think, you know, Jacksonville's going to suck for a couple of years. He's going to have a, one of those fake heart attacks and have to quit again. I brought that up, man. I've been bringing that up all the time. <laughs> like, he's always faking something, man. I, knew, I wouldn't say fake, but yeah. I knew his, his daughter's graduation. I knew his wife, and we talked about this on the yeah. episode. I knew, so I knew his wife, because his wife was a, a fitness instructor at the uh-huh. gym that they gave us a membership to. And she would always come in the restaurant that I served at and would talk to her. Like, And I talked to her on the field every week. And there was never, like, never even an instance that there was anything wrong. Oh. I think, t- I, I, I'm not going to say Urban didn't have a heart condition, but I think his heart condition was a broken heart when Tim, when Tim graduated. When Tim left. <laughs> <laughs> he still got another year, right? He say it again. Did he stick out another year after Tim left? Or I think he did. If I can remember, because I I left before Tim's last year, mm-hmm. so I think he did one last year until Tim left, and then I think once Tim left, I think that was his last year. If I can if I can recall, mm-hmm. it's and it's been a while. Yeah. But you know, talking about UT, and UT has the biggest problem. UT has is either going to be their downfall, or if they fix it, is going to make them successful. And it was the same thing that happened with Charlie Strong is that there's too much alumni input for them to be mediocre. Their mindset is we're we're too big of a school to be mediocre, and you take one of the best college coaches that's ever coached in Charlie Strong, you don't give him enough time to recruit his own guys, build his own team, and you cut him loose before. Until that shifts, UT can be in whatever damn conference they want to, but if you don't give a coach time to build his own team, it's never going to work. Do you know why booster inclusion is not going to go away now? Because they can pay the players now. That's the dumbest thing ever. It is the dumbest thing ever. And and it's funny watching the USC guys. Mm. Reggie needs his his Heisman back. Okay, cool. Like, it's it's cool now. Like, yeah, if it happened this year, yeah, yeah, you can keep it. But it was a rule then. A stupid rule, maybe, okay, depend on who you talk to. But it was a rule, so yeah. you can't just you can't give him back his Heisman, base, you know, from when, when was it two thousand, you know, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, based on a two thousand twenty one rule. Yeah, it just I love how stupid people make themselves sound in regards to that. But yeah, that kid at Alabama has already signed like eight hundred thousand dollars worth of the, the quarterback endorsements. He mentioned yeah. a because we was at coaching school. Yeah, he was talking at coaching school. He had his whole little deal. He's talking about uh, recruiting and his relationship with Jalen Hurts and all that. And then he brings up NIL. Mm-hmm. And he talks about this kid making almost seven figures. Yeah, ain't even played a snap. Haven't yet. even played, played a snap that. yet. But that's off of Alabama's brand. All right. So should he get that money? Should the player get that money, or should that go to Alabama? Well, I mean, you think about how many. I mean, it's it's, it's like. Picking the dandelion, mm-hmm. love me, love me not, right? Mm-hmm. Is it yes? Is it Alabama? But was it him being good enough to get picked up by Alabama? Was it you know what I mean? Like you can go back layers on that and say yeah, like, for sure. yeah, I mean, sure, Alabama definitely made it possible, but like Alabama went for him, yeah. so we got to give him something, right. some kind of credit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. think like I, I agree with you. Like, is it circumstance or player? Mm-hmm. 
but where do we start? I think, yeah, you know? I think I think circumstances is a good point. I, I feel like because you know I played college ball for mm-hmm. a year. You played, you played, and it's hard keeping money in your pocket. It is as a player. It I hate college is what made me hate playing tackle football because it was oh, it was because you had a terrible offensive line. It was twenty. I played receiver in college. Oh. I, uh, it was twenty. It was high school. It was twenty four seven. It's a grind. Like yeah. they they pick my my classes and my class times for me oh. based around film practice everything, and I hated it. Yeah. I was I was an idiot. I had a girlfriend back home, and on campus, and you know whatever. <laughs> so I didn't, you know I didn't have time for any of them, any anybody. Mm-hmm. So and that's literally what made me hate it. But. It was also because there was no time for me to try to put money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Like I did work study. I had a I had a great coach. His name was Coach Moot, and he was like a sixty some year old bachelor, never been <laughs> married before, married to the job, and uh, he was just an old crotchety old old crotchety man. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And uh, I worked for he was my work study boss, mm-hmm. and he'd call me and he'd be like, "Hey, I need you to come to the field house right now. It just rain. There's a bunch of ant piles." We need to do something about him. I said, okay, cool. So he gives me all the poison. He's like, hey, just go around the two practice fields, spray the sand thing, you know, pick some weeds, whatever, come back. And so I worked for like 45 minutes, went back in there, and he'd be like, so uh, you're out here for like eight hours, right? And I was like, "Uh, no, like 45 minutes. He goes, okay, good, eight hours. That's and illegal. Sign, and sign, <laughs> and sign the, <laughs> the tie card. Yeah, and that and that was it. And yeah. but it was crazy because I didn't have a full ride. I didn't have you know. And so I still owed the school money. So when I went to pick up my work study check, it was, hey, do you want to apply this to your? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, type thing. So I feel like players should get paid because they are bringing so much money in. But I think. Uh, they should do it maybe by level. Freshmen get yeah. X amount of dollars, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know about no. all that because you got – But you can have – as no, 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 listen that are still riding no, 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 no. Listen, you can, you can have the incentives. If you're a freshman starting, okay, now there's a booster to give you more money. If you're a senior, okay, you get a little bit more money, but are you playing any? No. Okay, so you get the base. You know, type thing where it, where it all equals out. Now that's an incentive for me to go to practice and really try to bust myself. Mm-hmm. You know, to get into a starting job, not only to pay but to get paid. Yeah. You know, type thing. I think there's ways around it than just being able to say yes. Players can now get paid. Here's eight hundred thousand dollars to this guy who's never played it down in his life. Yeah. But a lot thing. of it has to do with these mom and pop restaurants or whatever. Mm-hmm. These different places that are offering these endorsements to these kids right these athletes and that's how they're getting most of their money yeah and it's not like the school is paying for giving them giving them all that right it's these endorsements right and that's where the that's where the booster not staying out of football business is gonna like that's not gonna go away so i mean if we look at it that way then you know if you let's say you are a mom and pop restaurant Mm -hmm. you know let's say you you've known this kid his whole life you know you know his parents and now you know, even out of the goodness of his heart, he wants to start endorsing you and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of stuff gets overshadowed because it's all people looking at the dollar. Yeah, and they're like, "What about what they're doing for their community?" Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, hey, you don't have to give me anything. Like, I'll I'll just endorse you. you yeah, know? and it, you give the athlete. I think if you give athletes the chance to to choose what they want to mm-hmm. what they want to endorse. I think yeah. you'll see a lot more true colors come out because people are assuming it's just 
I want to get a paycheck. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe I want to do something bigger. Establish you know? their brand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted date money. That's it. <laughs> you know? That's all. That's all I needed. Everything, everything, and I was at Howard Payne in, in Brownwood, Texas. It's mm-hmm. small. Yeah. I mean, you're not, and you drive across town in five minutes. Yeah. You know, so gas money's not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, type thing. So it was just, it was hanging out with the girls' money that, that I wanted. But, uh. I'm curious as, like, people that played now that you see it, do you feel do you feel some kind of way about like now that it's happening now, you know? Because and the reason I ask that is because not only just because the the dollar sign, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you have these guys that are good in college, mm-hmm. they maybe don't go to the league, but they've established such a reputation with just marketing and brand that maybe they go, I don't need league minimum to go beat myself up. Maybe I'll just stay local and yeah. keep promoting and right. be. You know, just I'm your local promoter. You know what I mean? So what do you guys feel about, like, now that you see it, is there, like, that kind of salty feeling about, man, we should have had that shit? It's it's a little bit. I know my first couple years at at UTSA, I was working, doing parties, promoting and all that. I got in trouble one time. I had to get reinstated into NCAA, all that, write a letter saying I'm not taking money, all that, right? Because my Twitter name was on a flyer and then that got back to the, to the incident right wow and then they had to send it in and they they want to stay ahead of it rules it's the rule <laughs> it's the rule but, oh, no. I hate that you. situation there <laughs> i could have been banking right i could have yeah. made some money but at the same time on the other end of it we start to lose the value of a scholarship right of a full ride scholarship. no absolutely that's a good point and it's like what's the point of it now but yeah. these kids are going like, to school and, and for a year. Devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. What is the point of a full ride? Nothing now. There is no point. It's like I mean, if these it, kids aren't utilizing it, yeah, they. So then, well, then if we think about that too, again, devil's advocate. Let's say you do have that kid that came from broken home, doesn't have mm-hmm. the family. Now that scholarship money can go to him because mm-hmm. these high level guys don't need it. They don't. I, I honestly think that these schools that make all this money. And these kids that are making all this money, just throwing it out there. They should pay for some sort of their school. Yeah. Just Agreed. so these these guys that don't have the money, don't have the uh, financial yeah. uh, stability. They I'm all for that. So, but, so if you brand yourself, you should pay your you should pay some of your school. Not necessarily brand yourself, but if you're making money at this, like the dude from Bama, mm-hmm. he's making money off that brand, Alabama's brand, right? Possibly. So I mean, there's a reason he's making that money. Yeah, he's the incoming he's next starter Next starter up, quarterback. Nobody knows his name. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Nobody knows his <laughs> name. Just be in the mic more. Oh, my bad. No, you can. But at the same time. He can move that thing around. Too. He's making it because of that Alabama brand. Right. So he should be out, He should have to pay some of that. $800,000 in my pocket for an Alabama education. To, that's a drop. That's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. That's not even going to put him down in, I mean. He's still making six figures. Right. Absolutely. He's not even going to be down six figures <laughs> with an Alabama education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, because. Dumb red down a few IQ points. You see where I'm getting at? down a few IQ points. No, I mean, you think, if, if we think about it, you know, a, one step away from the education. Mm-hmm. Right? We're talking about. Just financial part, right? Mm-hmm. Capitalistic country we live in, capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. 
somebody's got to pay for your tuition. Teachers aren't teaching for free, right? Exactly. So if you're making that money, I support it. You have a brand, you have a name, mm-hmm. you're making money, capitalism, right? But if you're going to go to this institution, then you can't get a free education. So if you're getting money, pay for your education to allow you to be part of the school exactly. to make the money exactly. that you're making. You know, you got it's you buy a ticket to go to the game. Mm-hmm. Can't get in for free. I agree with that. Somebody's got to pay for it somewhere. So yeah, I agree. You make that, that money, sense. pay it. Then let whoever's needs that tuition dollars, right. let them use that so that they don't have to pay what they don't have. Right. Well said. It's probably another school will offer you, hey man, we can keep your money and we'll pay for your education. So I mean, and then we start to forget about these group of five schools too. A lot of people don't know what the group of five is. Oh, what so, is it? The other the other schools and the other conferences, the Conference USA, American, Mac, yeah. Mountain West, the mid what the mid they're mid majors in basketball. What are they? FCS? Not at FBS still. Are they? Okay. What is Conference USA? Uh, yeah, we're Houston American. Some right. those conferences. Some belt. They some belt. They don't get those opportunities. Right. So yeah. is so, just so we have all. Is it any sport, any athlete, or is it? NCAA football or is it NCAA basketball? What who who falls under this? Who can make money? I think it's any, any sport, sport because yeah. it was a basketball. But it was Ed O'Bannon mm-hmm. that started mm-hmm. the fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, UCLA basketball. Is NCAA mm-hmm. NAIA? No, just NCAA. Right. Okay, yeah, that's a, well, it's that's funny. A, it's funny you bring up the conferences, right? So I know we talk about the big sports: football, basketball, baseball, etc. Mm-hmm. Some of like at Florida lacrosse. We have a lacrosse program. They're not SEC. What? Conference USA. Crazy. Because there's not enough teams that have Title Nine. So you have teams in that. So so you have you know, now you start talking about like you know, I, the big I, sports, small sports is like lacrosse is a very friend sport, but if you're good, you got fans. A and M A and M and U T have a hockey team. But the, it's club. They're not affiliated with the SEC or the, the SEC or the it's it's a club it's club hockey. So they're not playing the 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 north the schools from up north who actually do have hockey, they're, I mean they're just they're out there just, 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 just for fun. I didn't see. I don't know, and that's that's the wild part. I don't know if they would be uh, in with the the NIO rules as well hmm. because it is a club, True. not it's you know type thing. True. Probably same thing in Texas with lacrosse uh, club. Well, Go I know. That, I mean, Florida has like an it's an NCAA. Uh-huh. lacrosse program they just don't fall into the SEC because right. there's just not enough teams in the SEC to make a whole conference so right. they start clustering larger sections together and that's where it gets real confusing with me because you got you got a team like uh, you got a team like Notre Dame who's a, a football independent but in basketball they're ACC I want to say mm-hmm. they were Big East but I think they went ACC when Big East went up but yeah and that's not, man pick a side yeah. and, and come on but with realignment what I'm most interested uh, about is how they're going to split up the divisions. Uh, they 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 say 2025, but I guarantee, I guarantee the latest it'll be is 2023. That's what I said, Crosby. I said I, said, I think they got. It can't. I, I don't think it can. The state led. It's going to go to court. They're going to just pay the money. They're going to do the buyout. 80, they're going to do 80, 000, or eight million dollars. 
I, that, yeah. All that's going to happen, but what about the holes that's going to be left in other right. conferences? No, absolutely. How do you fill those holes? Well, they're already starting to to reach out. You know, mm-hmm. Kansas has already reached out to to the Big Ten, I think. So what's going to happen to the Big 12, man? Right. No, it's it's gone. Oh, no. You don't think so? No. That brand is too big. I think there's going to be four super conferences. That's dumb. I, 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 so I agree. I agree. <laughs> See, and I, and I think right now we're in like phase three of the, the realignments. Because they're talking about uh, merging the what, Pac-12 and, and uh, ACC or something like that, right? Or some something like that yeah. Ooh, to make this big 20-something team. <laughs> That's dumb. That's so dumb. Because you're, you're I, don't, I don't know, the bowl games – Mm-hmm. I think are gonna you can't have you can't have a hundred ball games anymore. Uh, participation. Yes, you, tri- can. you can still have them. You got yeah, but five you can- wins in. It can't be six wins no more huh? or seven wins. And you're gonna have you're gonna have SEC uh, pod two playing SEC pod four. <laughs> you know type thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's that's where in a bowl. Uh, what's that other in the five? Pacific Northwest? The, the other, group of five. Yeah, group uh-huh. of five. Uh-huh. That's where they come and make their money. It was, to play the bigger schools. It was starting to get a little bit more competitive, all the college football. But this Texas move and OU move, it messed everything up. Okay, so, I don't think so. to your point, to Crosby's point, if you keep the Big 12, who are you bringing in? My first call is BYU. Without a doubt, I'm calling BYU. Because do no, because BYU gives you a solid program, not just a regional. They I'm not looking money. at regional. They're gonna bring in money, and they're competitive. Ask Texas. BYU, U of H. <laughs> BYU, U of H. U of H. I still think you got to bring in more because West Virginia's leaving. I think West Virginia's going uh, ACC, from what I hear. So now you bring in uh, bring in SMU. They've been no. so, yes, absolutely. They've been basketball. They've been also, they've been solid, and they're bringing basketball. The only mm-hmm. thing they don't have is baseball. Mm-hmm. But uh, they can grow with that Big Twelve, move. right? But when those those schools leave to, the, to that conference, Big Twelve, do you bring up bring up these F, uh, FCS schools? Because at some point you got to bring them up, yeah, to fill holes. Agreed. And they don't have enough time because in order to in order to make that jump from FCS to FBS, it's all about money. How much money you can bring in, right? And fan attendance. Fan and, attendance. And how stadiums. much? How much people you can fit in? Man, in UTSA lucked out on that. Like they had a fan base from day one. It is wild. That first we talked about that. It set everything in motion. We had what fifty some thousand. Yeah. It set that record. Yeah. That's why UTSA was able to move to FBS before Texas State because of that reason. Right. And. That move, you have to set everything up. And the schools around now, they're not built for that. They're not ready to move up like that. It's not going to take two years to move from FCS to FBS. Right. It's, it's, it's a process. Yeah. This, the, you know, I was, I was getting excited before all of this. This started with Texas and OU because the playoff was going to expand. Mm-hmm. This just set that back. A you think so? I, I, I think so? I think that set that back a couple years now. Uh, because because you have to get you have to get all these conferences settled before you start mm-hmm. b- before you start doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it, if the, uh, if the Big Twelve abolishes now, you, okay, now you got to worry about those other what eight schools from the Big Twelve and, and getting them somewhere. I mean, you can still get the best eight to twelve teams in a playoff system, right? With with, with or without the Big but Twelve, the, I, the, I think it's challenging. 
the, the thing I see being the biggest challenge is, like to your point about getting those best teams, you start creating too big of a super conference, strength of schedule mm-hmm. essentially becomes irrelevant. 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 Which, when you look at, like, when we played Ohio State, everybody everybody's crapping on Florida. I remember being in the hotel and the OU fans were like, oh, we're so glad y'all are here. It's going to be such a good game. <laughs> I'm like, have y'all looked at your strength of schedule? We have point six. Y'all are like a point three. <laughs> like, this is going to be a joke. They're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, there's like, we're so glad y'all are here. It's going to be, y'all are going to have such a good time. Like, you're right, walking all over that. Your grandma's listening. 41-14 <laughs> final score, right? Yeah. Dude, anybody that knew anything about football could look at strength of schedule and say Ohio and the high school teams they play and us in a stacked SEC, it was going to be a, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And now you got these super conferences. Anybody outside of that has zero strength of schedule. And they won't have a chance to. And you'll never face anything like that. And they're going to walk into a bowl game or a playoff game or a championship game and go, what the hell just happened? The rich get richer. And then what's going to happen? People are going to go, well, I don't want to go to that school. And now your super conferences are going to get even bigger and get even bigger and get even bigger. And nobody's going to want to go to any school that is not in one of these conferences. And these schools that were starting to make a name? They're done. done. TCU? Baylor? No. Done. They're done. Good. (laughs) Coastal Carolina? Right. They had a good year. Listen, I like the coastal. Give or take, this was their year right. to to bring in recruits, start making that transition to, to a bigger school. Who but was the other one? Liberty, Liberty, all that yeah. is irrelevant. Well, now you ready to come full circle? Yeah. Now you got these big teams in these big conferences with these big names making this big money, and nobody's ever going to want to go anywhere else but where the name mm-hmm. and the money is. Exactly. So not only do you have wins. That's keeping people out of other conferences. You got dollar signs. Recruiting is done. Oh yeah, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Um, Clemson wants into SEC now. Yeah, <laughs> didn't uh, Florida State <sighs> or something like that? I'm sure. A couple years yeah, Florida wants to be in the Florida. SEC. Clemson wants to be in the SEC. I haven't heard that one. Um, that'll that'll that would ruin. Oh yeah, that would ruin because your national championship every year is going to be, be the SEC, SEC championship. SEC. Maybe the Big Ten. It depends how the playoffs set up, though. Nobody's going to the Big Ten no more. They're all going to all the I wouldn't recruits. Want to go to the Big Ten, but all the recruits, they're going to uh, SEC. Yeah, so they're done. Texas, listen, Texas and OU, and I'll just say this: as far as their success in the SEC goes, they're they're in for a. At least a third or four year surprise. They think they're going to walk oh, yeah. in and oh, yeah. we're, we, we've done this in the Big 12, and here's why. Okay, mm-hmm. Texas likes to point to uh, we killed Georgia in the – They didn't play nobody. Nobody played. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it's also a di- – listen, it's also a different grind Yeah, playing Kansas, Baylor, Tech – Kansas State, Iowa State, and then getting up for a Georgia when Georgia's getting ready for a draft. Getting ready, they're yeah. playing. They're playing <laughs> in the minor league. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. They're you're a grind every week. Let's just say A and M. Okay, A and M's got to get ready for uh, Arkansas. Okay, no big deal. Next week, Alabama, Auburn. Next week, Auburn. <laughs> next week, Mississippi State. Next week, oh, next week. Okay, so. Uh, we got to do our cross division rival. Okay, we play Georgia this year. Oh man, now we got to play Mississippi State. Now we got to play Ole Miss. Thanksgiving game, LSU. Now mm-hmm. that's every single week. 
Okay, and so when you get matched up with a Big Twelve Texas, no, yeah, right. But Texas, they're all. We want to make a name for ourselves because now we're playing Georgia, Mm -hmm. and if if we beat Georgia, listen, if we beat Texas right here, that's our ticket. That the SEC is trash. A and M went from a mid-tier team in the Big Twelve to ten-win season, their first season there. You know they're weak. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on now. A&M will not beat Texas, ever. Wait, time out. What? In what? Football. A&M football recruiting in the next ten years. Anything. A&M will not. Uh, A&M, Texas will not be A&M. Right. Okay. Okay. Texas okay. will not be A&M. My bad. Right. In what? In football. In football. Within the next ten years. No. You're nuts. No. Oh my goodness. How, okay. They'll beat them right now. Currently. Write it down. Write it down. Gentlemen's yeah. bet. Oh wow. Yeah. We have our bets. <laughs> I love it. I'm down five cases of Mountain Dew, but ain't. Hey, in 2031, y'all are going to come back and settle this bet. Yeah. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy watching Crosby hey. cash in. Who's the starting quarterback for A&M? Because Kellen Munn is gone. Hayes King. There you go. Well, you're a fan, so that don't count. <laughs> he didn't know. I'm not a fan. Who, who's Texas quarterback? Casey Hans. Uh, Casey you're a fan. You're a fan. That's right. Listen, it's a battle right now. Listen, though. admit this. Texas's problem, they can recruit. They can't keep. No, they can't recruit. No, no, no. Listen, they can recruit. They can't develop. No, developing is is one thing. And that was someone's problem. If Jimbo came in when A and M first came into the SEC, they'd probably be a national champion already. Mm -hmm. Someone could not develop, and he had number two, number three, number four recruiting classes right behind Alabama. He couldn't. He couldn't develop them. Kellen Mond was trash I until Jimbo got there. I, I. Speak on it. He's okay. Who's that? I think Kellen Mond. He's I, okay. He's okay. He got drafted, so he's but listen, good enough. He's a system guy. But there, but there was an obvious difference between him playing under someone and playing under oh, yeah. Jimbo. Hundred percent. Because because Jimbo can develop. Mm-hmm. Now you got a guy, Haynes King. He sat behind Mond. He's he's been there a year. He's already he knows the system. I don't. I, I think he's going to be even better than Mond early. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big Mond fan because I, I I would always call out. I think if Nick Starkle started started under Jimbo, he'd still be there right now. And, and, and he went to San Jose. He went to Arkansas and then San Jose State. Okay. One of my, um, my one of my best friends, Nate Askew. Okay, yeah, ain't him, ain't him guy. Nathan, Nathan, no. <laughs> you know him too. On this Twitter. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, cool guy, cool guy. We we talk about we used to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. That that transition from the Big Twelve to the SEC. Right. It was it was a jump. Yeah. It was because that's when Manziel was there. And right. All of that. Right. But they still had the talent. To produce, right? It just nothing happened after that under, right? No, he just he he couldn't develop, and that's gonna be that's gonna be Texas' problem. Hopefully, for Texas fans, Sark Ew. can develop. He's been under Saban, Dan you know, Quinn. but he's got to stay away from the Falky. Uh, he's got to stay away from Six Streets and away from the coeds. Hey man, he's you a know? married man though. Oh, okay. He's been a man. So who's 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 going to be the surprise? Who's going to be the standout? And in the in SEC this, in this new, are you talking about OU or Texas? Yeah, who's going to come in? 
If, I, I mean, because I mean, we're both we're, we're all sitting here. With, I think with, with evidence, right we're crapping on them. Okay, so they've got, they've got something to prove. But who's going to step up first? Well, let's do this first. Let's let's see if we can agree on what the what the realignment should be. Because there's a couple of there's a couple of rumors. Uh, the first one being the four pods with four teams yeah, each. Yeah, yeah. You know, A and M, LSU, OU, and Missouri, mm-hmm. or Texas, Arkansas. You know, Tennessee and uh, Alabama. You know, whatever. And then there is also the rumor of Alabama, Alabama, and a Mississippi going to the east, and Missouri coming to the west. I think that's more realistic. Yeah, I think that's more realistic, but I think it's boring. But the pods jacks up a lot. The pod, oh, the pod, the pods is a horrible idea. It's so stupid because here's what they're going to do: if they do the pod, they're going to be boring about it, and they're going to put Missouri, Texas, Texas A&M, and OU all in one. (laughs) And it's like, come on, man. Like, get more creative than that. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Get mm-hmm. get creative. But I think the the Alabama move east, it's boring. But you got to take one of the Mississippi schools, probably. Uh, Why do you start- think that move is boring? Which one? Uh, Alabama? Yeah. Actually. Because your biggest your biggest critique of the bad. SEC so far is that the West is always the strongest side. It's one side. Okay. It so is. Take, it's take the strongest right. team and move them to the other yeah. side. That makes it exciting. Okay. Florida, I get that. Maybe Georgia. But, is, but as far as, as creativity, it's boring. Like, okay, it's a regional. Well, that's boring that. moving two big teams into a conference <laughs> they don't need to go into. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Okay, so let's just, for you know, argument's sake, say we make the the Alabama and the and we'll say Mississippi State. They move west, mm-hmm. east. okay, or east, east. and Mizzou moves west. Mm-hmm. Okay, so OU does what? It, if it if it's me, I'm saying first year, and we'll just go. You know, we'll predict first year. I think it's still going to be. I think. I think it'll be a battle between LSU and A and M. Yeah. Uh, and then OU right under, you know, at third. Kentucky's in the east, right? Kentucky will be in the east. I put yeah, Auburn. I put Auburn. So I would go. I'd go A and M, LSU, interchangeable. OU, Auburn. I put Auburn over OU. Would you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Especially um, given Auburn is always that team I, that is the upset team. I don't think OU will win two conference games. You're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, really? Okay, three. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, they get who, Arkansas. Who they got to beat? Arkansas? Who else? Missouri. Missouri? Who Texas. else they going to beat? Texas? Bro, the Texas-OU rivalry is always a toss-up. So regardless Texas. of so they're gonna be the Texas. ranking, they're gonna it's be always Texas. a toss-up, bro. So they're going to beat Texas. Hmm? <laughs> is Texas going to beat OU first year? In the, In SEC? the SEC? Yeah. A case to do right now. Anybody want it? I, I, I so that's two wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, because they're not beating. Bro, you know, I guarantee you, Ole Miss. I guarantee you, LSU. Not beating. I guarantee you, by the time Texas goes to SEC, SEC, 2022-2023, they will be a top five, top three recruiting class. No, because recruits aren't going to stay there long enough for that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, it's funny you say that because I have a feeling to that point that the year it's announced when they're going to go, That's when that recruiting gonna class, like, because they're going to announce it, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. this upcoming year is going to be whatever, two years out, three years out, whatever. 
both of those schools are going to see massive oh, yeah. influx in high quality recruits till they can skate into the SEC so you, without so you, having to go through a bigger barrier. So you think they're still recruiting as Big Twelve and getting Big Twelve recruits? Yeah, I like, think I think once they announce, like once it's announced when the official, like when it's going to happen, but yeah, the, right? that I bet you Texas and OU walk into the SEC with much more power than we think because these kids that would have never gotten into Alabama, never gotten into Auburn, never gotten into LSU and A and M are going to go and Georgia. Hmm. Georgia. Yeah, don't forget Georgia. Yeah, like and Florida. I, I said what I said. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention Florida. I ain't mentioning Georgia. <laughs> so they didn't get into these, but they're going to see these two teams. are like, well, if I can get in now, right? Maybe I can ride it in, right? And lose. I'm just saying. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, but if you're a bench warmer on, on an SEC yeah. team, your draft stock is much higher than. I don't know. Maybe if it, it's just Bama. If you're a bench warmer on Bama's team, true story. I don't know. You end up on least practice score. Listen, man. The only the only thing I regret about not being talented enough to go to a big, like a Power Five or a you know a, a BCS school, is getting that bowl game swag. Ooh, I know it's good. Man. I know it's good. Uh, We're supposed to go to a bowl game. You can get a free play a PS4. Man, they'll give out TVs. Yeah. The, so, the Vizio bowl. I don't know what bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the Vizio. I never got. I never got any of. The the player swag, uh-huh. but they get a damn ring. Oh, did you? Mm. That's not. Oh, bad. that's cool. Yeah, a national championship ring. Nice. That's not bad. I was I was dating this girl way back then, way back in the day when I was living in Dallas. Like uh, it's been eighteen, nineteen years, and her brother played for UNT, and you know they sucked. And then one year they went to a ball game, and this dude came back with all this, and it wasn't even a top. It was one of those like November sixteenth bowl games. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, this dude, the yeah, this dude, <laughs> this dude came back with all the homecoming game. Man. ETSA's last game or last or bowl game? Man, came back with all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm amazed that, like, I mean, obviously money making, mm-hmm. but when uh, so my my senior year was the year we beat Oklahoma. Okay. Which we talked about. Biggest hit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Shout out Major Wright. And the school got so much money from not only just playing in it, but winning it. Mm -hmm. They redid the entire south corner of 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 the stadium. New coach's office. They updated. They they redid the training room, which is already incredible. And they bought these like fifty yard LED TVs yeah. screens. And this was all money from the game. Was, they, I think the school brought home like twenty million dollars for just playing in the game and then another like fifteen million dollars for winning. So Man, I mean it's these money. So I, think, I think that's why uh, Texas redid their end zone when they beat Georgia. All that money, man. <laughs> and even even <laughs> Oklahoma took home like he thinks it's funny. Oklahoma <laughs> took like eight eight million dollars, ten million dollars yeah. just for playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks for coming. So here's my question. Uh, why is it okay during bowl season to give players all all the bowl swag, all the sponsor swag, but we can't take a gift? You know, right before we play Rice, the second game. Because it's regulated. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the agreement. Okay. Think about it. I Hi, I'm CEO of Insert Company here. We want to sponsor this thing. Cool. We'll take your money. And what else do you have for us? Well, we can get this for the players. 
Okay. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah I never knew. Like, that was a 15 inch Vizio. Yeah. A lot of ass. That's a Vizio. Well, back in the day, I think they were giving our guys what, like the. Uh, 2009 was a Game Boy Color. <laughs> back, back in our day. <laughs> Whatever the <laughs> Yeah. So the Chick-fil-A bowl, do you get... You get Chick-fil-A and stuff. For a year? Something like that. That would be awesome. With, that's all That's all I need. But with the, <laughs> with the smaller <laughs> schools, like UTSA and all that, and North Texas and all that, Yeah. you get chosen for these bowl games or invited to the bowl games based off how many people you can travel. Right. Mm. Interesting. So we got a chance to go to... Hawaii, if we got bowl eligible my senior year, mm-hmm. but we won three games. So we had that opportunity because of what we did that first game, because we brought in fifty something thousand. Right, wow. our fans traveled. I did not know that. That's interesting. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, How do you think they would have traveled to Hawaii that year? Oh yeah, everybody. You think so? Yeah, yeah. We, we already had our passports made and all of that stuff. That's why I have my passport. Done. Yeah, but we had all of that. Yeah. Every, Parents were already talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. So all you needed was six games, yeah. or maybe five. Six. So they, did they tell you all that at the beginning of the season? Mm-hmm. Damn. So oh, y'all have a bowl, reachable bowl goal mm-hmm. before y'all even start the season. We have an idea. Okay. An, an idea of what we can get into when we win six games. What is probably going to invite us? Right. What bowl game? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's, I did not know. Oh, that's that's cool. I, I assumed it was. Like, yeah. like they did, like, you know, like, all right, you, everybody's watching the screen, like, oh, here and here. Right. You don't have that luxury. So September, yeah. <laughs> September you're, you're sending your mug shots to the passport agency, mm-hmm. basically. That's, that's so interesting. Oh, yeah. You know what my favorite, like, bowl draft, like, memories were? The Bahamas, my bad, Bahamas. Um, Even better. The year that, uh, in 06, we played Ohio State, right? Uh-huh. So we're playing South Carolina. We talked about this. Playing South Carolina at home. It's my first year at Florida. They're uh, we're up by two, I think, mm-hmm. and it come down to a field goal. And Urban Meyer was special teams coach, so all of our special teams were handpicked starters from every other you know position player. Jarvis Moss played middle linebacker yeah. on field goal defense, six seven, reaching oh. up nine feet right. And I I couldn't even watch it. I was like nauseous. Like this is it. Everybody's one loss. We lose. We're out. South Carolina wins, they're in, you know. And I was like sitting, I'm kneeling at the wall, and I'm just like, eyes are closed, and the stadium's just silent. And then boom, it erupts, right? Block the field goal, end up going to the SEC. Then we get to that bowl game uh, announcement. So there was a big sports bar that had, like, it was the sports bar off campus that was like the biggest place. Right. They did the bowl announcement party there, and they had all of the football team and coaches. All the cheerleaders, all there as like this big event. So we're all sitting in this massive sports bar. The whole football team, the whole spirit program, all the coaches, everybody just hanging out, eating, just cutting up. And they did the announcement there, and they had like the local news, and like ESPN was there, and they did this huge announcement in the sports bar when they announced like Florida's going to to the game. Right. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's so cool. That y'all are going to New Year Six Bowls, right? Say it again. The New Year Six Bowls. Y'all are going to those. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We were just trying to win six games. We were just trying to get to the Bahamas, <laughs> baby. That's all we were trying. <laughs> what's, I'll tell you what's cool is that that ring I got from that year uh-huh. has the BCS logo on it. And it's like one of the, if, if not the last year, it was one of, like, I think second to last year, the BCS. So like, yeah. The BCS isn't isn't a thing no more, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's all college playoff now, yeah. 
I was going in 2011, 10 maybe? I think it was 10 because my last year was 9. I think I did one more year and then mm. got rid of it. That's wild. So I had that logo. Like People look at it like, what is that? Like, you know my favorite, you you know my favorite bowl, uh, personal bowl memory was? The Iron Bowl when Auburn ran that touchdown back. Ooh, and we. None. <laughs> I played D3. You're going to get that luxury. Right. Yeah, look at that. We, play, we don't even have our own stadiums. We play in the high school stadium. Oh, they, they let us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when all 8,000 of our fans packed in there. Not, with even, not even. Not even 8,000. Like, you had parents. Like, the school didn't even care. Like, you didn't even have a big, like, you didn't even have a big uh, student presence at, at the football games like that. And what school was that? Howard Payne. Now, you got into those Abilene schools, the ones that are good, uh, Hardin-Simmons. Hardin, we played Hardin-Simmons in Brownwood, and they had more fans than we did. Damn. Uh, we went to... Um, this is D3? D3. Okay. Mary Hardin-Baylor. Hey, you and Oh, they filled their stands. Shout out. Yeah. Out in 254. Yeah, they... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now, they're good now. Oh, no, yeah. they, they built a brand new stadium, but they had their own stadium. Like, when you're good, yeah. you're good, you know, type thing. But it was weird. It was weird playing in the in the Brownwood High School <laughs> <laughs> stadium. <laughs> That's <laughs> trash. It's trash. It is, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. So, I think, I think with the SEC realignment, there's going to be more in the next three or four years. Mm-hmm. I think the AC. They, I, 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 I honestly think there's just going to be a power four now. I think it's going to be four Mm-mm. huge conferences. I think the Big Twelve is going to dissolve. Uh, I, I feel like Texas Tech should be just wiped out. They should go down. They should go to Division Two. Oh geez. Why? <laughs> Texas. You, you're thinking about football only right now. That's why. I'm thinking about. Texas. I mean, yeah, we did still their head coach in basketball, but whatever. He didn't win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just listen. Y'all, Texas is going to the SEC. Championship. To, they're yes. going to the SEC. <laughs> Championship. To strengthen SEC baseball. Mm-hmm. It was, that wasn't a football move. We need more SEC baseball teams, even though the SEC is dominating. Won the national championship. Who won it this year? Mississippi State. There you go. Oh, 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 yeah, Mississippi State. Mississippi. Vanderbilt had the COVID. Uh, no, no, NC State had the COVID, and that put Vanderbilt. It was Vanderbilt versus Mississippi State. That hurt. Yeah, that's no, that was that was that was horrible. That sucks. That was so horrible. But like, still, Texas is there though. Okay. Was you gonna have like a smoky playoff there? I don't know. Yeah. But still, but I think you got to do at least a twelve-team playoff. You get. So I feel like if you make if you if you go for to if you go for conferences, mm-hmm. if you make your SEC championship, mm-hmm. you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing for you're playing the SEC championship for seeding, okay? Uh, and and so that's eight teams right there. Now you got four of your, uh, so you got four other spots, which. Go to the the, the mid majors, mm-hmm. to like a Boise State, a BYU. I think BYU would be there every year. I don't know what my obsession with them is. They're but solid. They're they're, they're super solid. solid. Um, UTSA almost beat them though. Texas didn't. When? 
man, y'all lost to BYU two times in a row, haven't you? Yeah, man, probably Tyrone Swoops. Oh, my God. <laughs> was Swoops quarterback? Did, was he ever quarterback? <laughs> Dang. It was Childs. You remember Childs? He was supposed to be the next Vince Young. I don't remember, big John. He was big. About 6'4"? Yeah. He was big. He's a C. ended up playing I remember Gerard Hurd. David Ash to Sam Ellinger and Sam Sam Bouchelle, big game, big game. Sam. Y'all should have y'all should have stuck with Bouchelle. Yeah, because he went to SMU and I mean that's SMU he, he though. He put up big big numbers though. That's, SM, that's SMU though. And he produced. SMU's putting. I mean, hey, listen, SMU's putting wide receivers in the in the NFL. Yeah, they are. So what I mean, that's different from the quarterback <laughs> position at a. Big university. Is it though? Yes. Who's the last Wait. who was the last successful UT quarterback in the league? Successful? McCoy. Was he really? In the yes. league? Oh, in the league. Yeah, I mean I consider Colt McCoy a success. A, a success. Okay. A success. Yeah, McSess. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, he was a success <laughs> at McDonald's. I, I, for I, sure. a I mean instead of you know, we talk about this mixture and these conferences and this and who's gonna go up, who's gonna go down. What if instead of trying to think who are we going to put where, if it just simplified it, like, across the board, right? Do you, like, east-west or do regions of the country stick with your division only? And instead of changing schools into conferences, just put the teams, like, if you're D1 and you're in the southeast, your southeast D one, that's it. Regions, Re- just do regional, and then from there, like make it again D two, northeast, southeast, northwest, southwest, whatever, and just simplify it. Just do layers, and then regions, and make it to where instead of trying to move people into conferences, so you just do vertical regions vertically. Some, some sort of region based on, it, I would say based the, on based on school population. So how we do like. People population for voting regions. So, like, okay, if you've got an area that has 25 super big schools and it takes up so much space, but you got 25 super big schools and it takes up this much space, just break it into a region where there's equal amount of schools and equal, like, equal areas and then layer it by division and just have, like, they're by themselves, they're with themselves, they're with themselves, and stop trying to intermix and move them, shift, and just make it take your champions from each region and have them in a playoff. That, to would, where, that would be good, but once you get once you get up above, and, and I'm talking in regards to on a map, once you get up above Utah, you're not you're not you don't have anybody. You got well, Montana. So that, that region would right. go. It would, it it, okay, set, so. set a number of schools and say, okay, no matter regardless of the size of, of the division, just have a number. 20 schools, 50 schools, whatever, and map it out just like you do voting. It's just, it's, so we like have, California. Yeah. You, can, you know, it might Texas. be. You probably have to look at, like, your West Coast, East Coast, and say, okay, if we're going to do this much of a region, how many teams are in there? Yeah. And then say, okay, for our Southeast, can we fit 50 teams, just like the West? And the Northeast, same thing. So these are all going to be D1 schools, though. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, instead of intermixing, because we're talking like That's size cool. of the school, size of this, just layer things to where it's division only I mean, and regions, and then division two and their regions, division three and their regions. I mean, you couldn't get out of the northeastern division at all. 
like with Syracuse, Syracuse, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Virginia. I mean, I will even throw UConn. North Carolina, Duke up in there. But so I think we're, we're we're thinking about that based on current teams, mm-hmm. right? If you hard set the regions and the teams, now you don't have to worry about conference power. People can just go where they want, and it's think I mean, about how that could build. That, but I mean, conference has power with the money, so yeah. it's it's going to be tough it is. to even bring. That I up. agree. I agree with that, but it's. I think there's too much fluidity too and much too, too much too much ability to change. Yeah. I think if you hard set it as like this is it, like too, do what you will. That that and that's the NCAA's problem is there's too much ability to change. Mm-hmm. Texas and OU can just hey Big Twelve we're out of here SEC take us da 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 da. Whereas a quarterback who is a five star recruit who doesn't show up well during practice and loses his job, oh, let me just put my name in the Tate Martell is the is the poster boy. Mm-hmm. I hate that boy for the for the transfer portal. But if you think about it, like I know it sounds, you know, it's it's a big it's it's it sounds complicated. But if you think about it, go down another level, right? Go to your high school stuff. Right, you got to live where you want to play. So you either you're either gonna play where you live and be good, or you're gonna have to move. You know who would suck if that was the case? UT, because all they would get was San Antonio and Austin recruits, where yeah. SMU's getting Dallas, A&M's getting Houston. U of H would be like that. U of H would be the number one school in the nation. Yeah. Uh, outside of some Florida schools. Mm-hmm. So you put it on instead of putting it on the schools and the conferences to bend and and shift around. Put it on. I would the, put love it on the that people. though. Put on the people. Like, if you want to play in this conference or this region with this school, you go to the school and be there. Versus, well, I can go to this school and then that's they're going to shift and then they're going to shift. And it's, that's hey, you make it, it's, something's got to be solid. That's when you're going to get a whole lot of people moving. Yeah. You know, they do already. Cost right. of living about to go up. Yeah. Y'all, that would be wild. Man, college football is so fun. I hope it doesn't get ruined. I think it is. On a, it's, it, it's on the verge of being ruined. Yeah. I, I agree. If they do, like I said earlier, we're on like phase, I want to say this is phase two of the realignment. Uh, Nebraska, Colorado, A&M, and uh, Mizzou, that was phase one. OU and uh, Texas and uh, them moving is phase two and every other move, uh, if the Big 12 uh, dissolves or if they add more, that's phase, that's phase uh, two. And then phase three the merge. is going to be your big mergers, where the playoff is going to take a it's going to take a backseat to that, and that's what's that's what sucks. Yeah. Like I want I want at least an eight to ten team playoff. But do you want the same teams every time? I don't. I like I like I like parity. I love parity. I hate that Alabama wins every year, and that's, that's what it's moving towards now. They don't right. with the SEC. Right. It's the same teams every. Well, time. well, it's it's Alabama and Clemson. That's boring, you know? So, well, think about this. As much as I hate Ohio State, like, cool, they beat Clemson, but. So, if you have these, so this NIL, these players, and I'm asking because I'm ignorant to the the details. Mm -hmm. With this NIL, the players are getting a percentage or they're getting all. Do you guys guys know? I I don't know. If I'm not mistaken, it's off of endorsements. Endorsements, okay. From different. Places. Right. So think about this. If you've got a smaller school that may not be a powerhouse school but has a lot of money. Right. And you've got a kid who's a really top recruit coming out of high school who's looking 
at this team because of like in Alabama for who they are, and then you're a school that comes in and is like. Alabama's great, we'll pay you but we'll SMU. get you way more money, right? Like an SMU, right? So if you, I know we're talking about like it, it may ruin things, and that you're going to have the same schools and the same thing. But if you've got a school that may not be that big a power, but their pockets are deep, yeah. Now all of a sudden, the, that's going to be A&M Now too. all of a sudden, the power of the program may not matter. It's the power of the pocketbook, and now you may have in ten years. Your nobody school that has a lot of money is now all of a sudden going to be the team that beats Alabama because they're going to get these kids ten times more money than Alabama would. Right, and then you start to break it down the facilities. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't got the same facilities as Florida or LSU have, so mm-hmm. you got to build that up. I'm gonna tell you now, we did camp at UTSA did cheer camp at SMU. Uh-huh. that's one of the it's most a, beautiful campuses I campus. have ever been on yeah. in my life. It yeah. is it's immaculate. It's a private school, right? Yes. It was gorgeous. Right, right north of downtown Dallas. Marble, marble column buildings. Uh, you've heard of Highland Park. Oh, yeah. That's Highland Park right it's there. It's in, oh, like, across the street. We drove through Highland Park by mistake, and it was yeah. like the bus we couldn't get on the main road. Yeah, Stafford. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. They went to Highland Park. So now, it, just money. now I'm curious to see. I'm just. It's like, you, you know, you're watching a dumpster fire. Like you don't you don't want to look away, but you don't want to watch it, but you, you kind of have to. Like these schools, these deep pockets that are nobodies. It's like, hey, do you think that's going to happen? I honestly do. I think now that money is an option, you have schools that have a lot of money but not a lot of talent, and so, now that you can buy talent. So thinking about staying within San Antonio, right? So you think it's possible for UIW to become bigger than UTSA with enough money? They. They probably got more money. I'm saying. Yeah. They just don't have Well, think about this. If you were coming out of wherever high school here in town, and you had UTSA, and you had UIW, and you're a 17-year-old kid about to graduate, and UIW comes to you and says, listen, I know UTSA has historically been better in in this conference, and you have an honest coach like, hey, we're trying to build it, and now our alum give us the opportunity to help build this program. Mm -hmm. You can go to UTSA. We support that. But if you come here, we've got 10 other guys that are also considering, and we can guarantee you that you're going to make probably 30 to 40% more on the NIL than you would at UTSA. And these other guys are also considering the same thing. Now you've got the top recruits in San Antonio are all going, am I going to go to UTSA, which with all due respect, as a coach at UTSA, yeah, it's, it's changed. Here's, here's so a, you can go to UTSA or you can go to UIW, which let's be a big picture, not really a big difference, but you're going to make way more money. In regards to that, yeah. I feel like, okay, yeah, you'll have the one or two that are going to say, okay, cool, let me chase the money and go to UIW, even though I am a four-star recruit. Mm-hmm. But you're going to, I think you're still going to have more people going, okay, cool, that $50,000 a year on top of my scholarship, okay, you know, whatever, I still have NFL dreams to make. To but, make millions, and UIW, even though you're paying me fifty thousand dollars a year to come to your school, you're not going to get me to the NFL. But big picture, mm-hmm. if you do this enough, and you get enough, a uh, one or two guys here, one or two guys there, and then now you're that class is getting bigger. 
you're not just talking about them coming for the money. The school and the program is going to get better too. So you have the opportunity for somebody who may not have been good because they can't get enough consistent high quality recruits. And that's a and now you start getting more quality recruits, more quality recruits. And before you know it, you have a team that was able to buy their way into being a national. I think contender. I think in a situation like that, a, a team like UIW. Uh, in that situation where they're paying people to come to their school is going to be off the transfer portal when they're yeah. ta- when they're taking D1 when they're mm. taking D1 uh, who should have been good but they you know they got hurt and now they lost their position now they're not even they're third on the depth chart now they're in the now they're in the transfer portal that's when the UIWs and you know and the and the you know the lumber the Stephen F Austin that's where they can come in and be like oh, okay cool here's where our pockets are now you don't have to go from an Alabama to uh, a USC you know for for all that you can you know come on you know yeah, I, I think that's where they would they would be more successful is just poaching off the one thing about this too with your coaches you got a coach that may be like on the way out yeah and now they're like. Financially, we can get some decent name guys. And let's say you got a coach that may not be a Saban or a Fisher, but is good, mm-hmm. gets picked up by one of these smaller colleges. Now he has recruiting power, and the school has deep pockets. Coker, <laughs> is that who recruited you? Yes. Yeah. You got any cool recruiting stories? Man, <laughs> I want to hear. That. I don't. I don't have any good Coker's one. Cool. I don't have any personal, but I. I've got. One, uh, my old boss at the at the place where with with the CPS kids, mm. he played at Oklahoma State. Mm. Uh, he's from Houston. Uh, he was very very heavily recruited, and uh, I mean A and M, UT, SMU, and he was like A and M was racist. They were out day one, like the first after the first conversation. I, I and he's and this was back in this is in the eighties. Oh, yeah. He got there right after Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas left. So he said, I'm going through this recruiting process, and UCLA was recruiting me. They were calling me every day. They were sending me letters in the mail every day. Girls from UCLA were sending me letters in the mail. Like, they wanted me in L.A. I was like, okay, cool. He goes, then there's Oklahoma State, Mm -hmm. and I love their facilities. Uh, Who was the the big alum, the rich alumni? Uh, I I can't think of his name. The name of their football field. Oh, um, Um, I got to look. It's going to kill me. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah. So, anyways. um, It's in the middle of the OSU Big Booster. Boone Pickens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Boone Pickens. Yeah, that's it. Uh, So, Boone Pickens, you know, he met him, did all this, you know, whatever. And he goes, um, yeah, I was, I took a visit out to UCLA. I went to Oklahoma State. I took other visits. And he goes, and I was, I was, going to sign with UCLA. Mm-hmm. I was ready to sign my letter of intent with UCLA. And uh, he goes, my mom got sick. Mm-hmm. He goes, so my mom gets sick and Stillwater is closer to Houston. And we were playing Texas schools every year anyway. And so when we would play these Texas schools, after the game, I could go into Houston, hang out, you know, until Monday and then Monday night. You know, take the Oklahoma State plane back to back to Stillwater, mm. and they were going to allow me to do this. You know, all four years or whatever. He goes, and that's what flipped me yeah. to signing with um, Oklahoma State. And so he went up there. He played all four years, and uh, he walked the stage. And the day he got his diploma, they were out at dinner celebrating his diploma and, and all this other stuff. And uh, his dad said, "Well, I guess this is a good time to tell you." 
the day you signed your letter of intent that morning, UCLA called me at like four in the morning trying to get me to switch you, to get you to switch back to UCLA. Wow. We've got a car waiting for him. <laughs> We've got a bank account with X amount of dollars waiting for him. We've got all this stuff mm-hmm. waiting for him. You need to get him to flip. And dad said, I never talked to, never talked to, you know, Jesus, like my dad never told me about it, you know, until that, that day. Crazy. I said, and, and as he's telling me all this, he's got an Oklahoma State uh, <laughs> hoodie on. And I said, okay, cool. So your dad has that conversation with you right before you sign that letter of intent. What would you have done? He goes, this was at UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this was, yeah, all day long. But man. The, the paying the recruits has been happening. It's just legal now. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you have? Like, uh, we ain't get paid nothing. I was saying like recruiting oh, stories. You got any like, cool stories? Oh. Coker's a people person. He knows how yeah. to talk to people. He knows how to get into your head. Especially somebody yeah. that from Roosevelt don't know no better. Yeah. Around a bunch of thug stuff and thugs and them goons and all that nonsense, right? Right. He comes to my house, right? Home visit. Comes in, opens the door, big old ring, national championship ring, mm-hmm. Miami, right? Telling all these stories, blah, 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 blah. You don't hear me of, Crosman? Devin Hester. Your speed, all that stuff. I said, Devin Hester? Oh, oh. I don't, I, I'm a kid, I don't know any better, right? So we were at UTSA, all of us there. Then the U comes on, the, the whole documentary and all that. And they're talking about he ain't do nothing. He was just there, just whoever. Who was the coach before? Uh, before Coker, he was the first one. I thought no, it was somebody before him. I don't um, remember. That was a Miami. Uh, no, Dallas. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. He brought in all those players. He developed all those players. All of that. He leaves, goes to Dallas. I think some. Yeah. He mm-hmm. leaves, and that's when Coker comes in, and they were like, Coker is just babysitting. He knew nothing. Mm, there was yeah, a yeah. buffer there. There was a buffer there before Coker got there. It was some whoever was there before Erickson. Was yeah. it Erickson? Somebody. Yeah, yeah. He, he did all of that. So yeah. Coker didn't do nothing, and we're we're sitting back like, bruh, Coker really sold us the dream. <laughs> he really sold us the dream. He's out here trying to catch punts, ripping his bicep, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And then um, he starts telling us all these stories about receivers better than Andre Johnson and all kinds of stuff. He, he was a cool guy. Yeah, he was a cool guy. You at Roosevelt? Yeah. You know of Dwayne Missouri? Why does it sound so familiar? Defensive end, played for Northwestern, then got signed to the Ravens. That was in the nineties. Was in the nineties, but he went to Roosevelt. So the very, the very first episode of Hard Knocks, uh-huh. the very first episode was filmed about him coming out of Northwestern. He's a San Antonio guy. For real? yeah, I work with him. He's my rehab specialist. When I first got to San Antonio, it was Carlo Holiday. It was that good. Yeah. It was that good. Yeah. And Carla Holiday and uh, Brock Stratton. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brock, Brock signed with um, <clears throat> BYU. Mm-hmm. And then right before his freshman year, he got called to his ministry and couldn't play those two years, went on his ministry. Stratton? Yeah, Brock Stratton. And, I and, work with Brock. Do you really? I work with Stratton Sport and Spine. And then, you got a brother named Brick. And then uh, and ended, they, ended up at Texas Tech. He does sports medicine. Yeah. I refer patients to him all yeah, the time. I played against his him. Dad, his dad started Stratton Sport and Spine over in Stone Oak. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. He's still a big dude. Oh, yeah. He was the advertiser. Brock Stratton was a four-year starter at Roosevelt. For real? Started his and freshman year, but a lot makes It makes a whole yeah. lot of sense. Yeah, he's a big old dude. He's got a really cool sport lab over in, like, for stuff that, like, 
I mean, Elasti is very, like, utilitarian. It's hands-on therapy and exercise and stretch. Like, Brock has, like, a lab. He does EMG stuff, decompression, cryo. Like, he's got a cool spot. He's got, a couple, he's got two locations in town. But he's, he's a good dude. Well, one more one more story before we get out of here. G was telling me, uh, you know, before he went to Miami, Jimmy Johnson was at Oklahoma State. Coca-Cola okay, Oklahoma State. And so... Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he may have recruited Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders there. So he gets to Miami, and Oklahoma State is on Miami's schedule that year. Mm-hmm. And the and this is when the Miami team, they were dirty, yeah. you know, super dirty, hurting people on purpose. And it was pregame. Do not hurt Thurman Thomas. Mm-hmm. If you hurt Thurman Thomas, we will lose this game because Barry Sanders is coming in. And we, that's not what we want. <laughs> Do not hurt Thurman Thomas. And they ended up beating Oklahoma State. But anyways, we're right at about an hour and 15 minutes. Sure do appreciate y'all coming out. Hey, appreciate man, appreciate you having me, yeah, man. Y'all are, y'all are welcome anytime. Open invite. Uh, like, subscribe, share, do all those things, right? Yeah, click all the stuff. Yeah, you forgot. And uh, what, what I forget? hit that share button, baby. You forgot to do it at the beginning. Oh, yeah. If you're still with us. Yeah. Oh, they will be. <laughs> How do you say it? Like, subscribe, share? Oh, yeah. Hit that like, And if you don't like share, us, baby. comment yeah, aggressively yeah. multiple times because that's still dingsy algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You sure are right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're out of here. We'll see you all next time. Peace. See you guys. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done